Welcome to Promo Insiders, a podcast from ASI's Counselor Magazine. In this series, we'll be tackling the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting subjects like COVID-19 and tariffs to fun trends and new opportunities. I'm John Corrigan with Counselor, and today I'm joined by Diane Hall, owner of distributorship Promotions Plus. Hall knows what impact promotional products have in politics better than most, as she also happens to be the mayor of Milo, Iowa. In this podcast, Hall will discuss how she used promo in her own campaign and how promo can still be effective during this unprecedented election year. Uh, Obviously, this is an election year. Uh, for the presidential election, but it's such a wacky year, and, it, and it's unlike anything that we've ever seen before. That you know, promotional products and their impact on an election is probably going to be different. Um, from from your experience, how have you used promotional products to help your own uh, mayoral campaign? Well, I'm from a very small town, 775 people. So um, my my best campaigning is just being out in the community and being active and and helping support our local groups and uh, that type of thing. But I do use yard signage and um, then I also donate bookmarks to the library. So those are two promotional products that I've used personally for campaign. But I've worked on other campaigns in the past where I've used um, post-it notes. So when people were canvassing, this was for a sheriff, um, running for a sheriff. And so he would go out and canvass um, the different cities and he had people doing that with him and if nobody was home we'd leave a post-it note that said sorry i missed you um, would appreciate your vote um you know and outline a couple points um from his campaign so those were a really great piece too that if you were not able to connect with someone personally you are actually able to leave a leave behind that's a great idea uh i want to i want to talk to you about uh, the bookmarks uh, that is that's something I've, I've never even heard of i think that's perfect how, how did you come up with that um I don't know. I just love our library. We've got a great library. I always say for the, our size of town, but it's really just great library standing on its own um, against pretty much any library. Um, got a lot of programming and I just wanted to do, we've got unique hours because we're such a small town, but I just wanted to do something for them um, that just promoted the hours that they were open. Um, a lot of things are available online, but um, the more people we can get in the door, uh, the better for that is for our funding. So uh, I thought bookmarks might be a great way to do that. You know, obviously relates to the product, uh, one of the products that they are working with and um, is also just a handy reference for when people can go pick up more books or return the books they have or, you know, hop on their computers or, um, you know, whatever resources they want need to use at the library. So absolutely. Uh, so this, you know, uh, obviously promotional products are, are so big in terms of politicians getting their message out there. Um, this year, with with coronavirus going on and social distancing, how do you see this uh, being impacted? What, do you think promo will still have the same kind of a effect? Yes, but I think companies that are helping politicians uh, run for office are going to have to um, pivot. You know, that's kind of the, the buzzword these days. Um, instead of thinking of things that we'd always done in the past, we've gotten to, we've had to be really creative and just um, come up with new and new and different ideas on how to reach that 
that market. So, you know, with the lack of large gatherings, you have to reach people where they are. Um, will that be in their home? Will that be, um, you know, through some other kind of media? Mailings, I think, are, are good, except you get so many postcard mailings for political candidates as it gets closer to the election. I think dimensional mailings are great. So something with a promotional product tied to it. So um, I don't know what that, you know, what that is for, you know, your market, if it's um, a household item like a chip clip or if it's a pen or if it's um, a magnet with some other helpful information on it, uh, whatever that might be, it gets more attention than just a, a political postcard, I think. So it's, it's going to be uh, different as we get closer to the election on what is going to reach those, um, those potential voters. So I think that, uh, you know, we're always creative, but we think I think we have to just step it up a little bit more this year. Absolutely, uh, but but I, th I think you know, like you said, without these large gatherings, you know, some traditional promotional products that that are used uh, in the political space, like T-shirts, hats, do you see them not really having an impact this year? Well, I still think that people are out and about, and so I do think that those um, you know kind of close-up products are going to still be valid, but I think you're going to have to think a little bit more about, um, you know, some, some things that are valuable at, at a distance. And those are going to be things like um, traditional banners or those feather style banners. Um, of course, the yard signs are always important. So things that people can see from a distance um, and, and in a little bit different way than just, uh, you know, handing out things at at your regular county fairs and, you know, state events that, that uh, organizations might be having for candidates. Absolutely. Let's talk about, uh, you know, I guess in terms of you and, and your business, have you done a lot of work in the past with uh, presidential elections or, or is it more uh, of a different type of uh, election? Yeah, I haven't done anything with presidential elections. So it's more, um, you know, just county elections. Yeah. Um, so it's a uh, you know, it's a little bit different, I think, when you're kind of reaching people in your own backyard. It needs to be a little bit more personal. So, and knowing the candidate and what they um, what they feel are important, and the kind of some, going after some of their value um, propositions is is an important part of that as well. Have you have you done that? Have you gone? Have you worked one on one with some of these politicians? Yeah, um, there was candidate for sheriff for county sheriff. Now, I guess, I mean, yeah. it could, because when we do a lot of this um, research and we put a lot of these stories out there, we always talk about, you know, you don't want to be a promotional product salesperson. You want to be a partner and mm -hmm. how you really want to get to know uh, the client. So, so for you, you know, as a, as a distributor, uh, you know, do you set up this one-on-one -on -one time with them to, to try and, and do this? Or do you already look at their stuff and pitch them products beforehand? No, I actually... Um that's how I, that's how I met this person. It was just, you know, out in the community. And he said, Hey, I hear that you do promotional products and I'm going to run for sheriff. So can you help me with my campaign? So that's kind of how that, that grew about. So it was just, um, I guess having the reputation of, of being someone who can provide great ideas and, and the service that goes along with that and, um, being a valuable resource for him. Excellent. Do you feel that, you know, the, the fact that you're kind of on both sides here, you do uh, politics and promotional, does that give you an advantage in this type of, uh, you know, this type of market, I guess? I, I think so. I think um, just being in the political scene gives me a little bit of insight as far as, um, you know, voters and where they are and, you know, where to where to meet up with them. Um, you know, low voter, low voter turnout is kind of, 
nationwide. So how do you entice those people to come and, um, you know, make their mark for you? It's a, it's a bit of a challenge, but, um, you know, it's a fun one, just like, just like all aspects of our business are. Absolutely. How has, how has business been for you? Uh, you know, I guess since, since the pandemic has struck, are, are things rebounding now? Uh, yes, yes, actually, um, pretty well considering it was, you know, kind of crickets there for a while. Um, when things first shut down mid-March, um, April was pretty rough. And then um, I'm in Iowa, so we started opening up the last part of April. And so that kind of gave consumers a lot of confidence, I, I think. So things started happening again. And so I'm actually um, experiencing some growth over last year, which last year was growth as well. So that's great news because, um, you know, it was it was pretty bleak going into the you know, the pandemic. So, so, so growth this year over last year. Yes. And last year was a growth, pretty strong growth year as well. What, if you don't, if you don't mind me asking what type of like market or what type of customer has, has really been uh, driving that? Um, I've got some great agriculture customers. Okay. So, you know, they did not shut down. Um, they had to, you know, look at the way that they meet their customers at, uh, you know, but going to market, you're still going to have to put seeds in the ground in the spring and harvest them in the fall. So um, they have kept in operations and trying to figure out how they can meet their customers where they need to be, um, you know, virtually or, you know, however that might be, um, has been a, a fun challenge. And then um, county health care is my other big, um, big group of buyers. Excellent. Well, I can imagine. I, I mean, that's self-explanatory how health care would be. Mm -hmm. uh, booming right now in terms of, of, of needing things and marketing materials and, you know, everything yes. going on there. Yes. Um, do you have any advice for people that, that are going through this? Because I think that you're one of the few people that, that at least I've talked to who has already seen growth year over year uh, for this year. Um, do, you, do you have any advice for fellow distributors who are going through a tough time still? I think you just really have to take a look at who your customers are and how, I mean, people still have to be in business. If they're, if they have not given up already, they're going to have to be in business. So how are you going to be able to help them, um, you know, get, get to market? How are you going to get them in front of their customers virtually or, um, you know, symbolically or how, you know, what is that going to look like? So I think it just really, you know, takes some time to evaluate that and have those conversations say, you know, this is what we've always done in the past. Trade shows have been big for you or golf outings or whatever that is. And it's not looking that way this year. So how are we going to get you in front of your customer? How are we going to get your name, your products, your brand in front of the people that are making those buying decisions? Excellent. Well, Diane, I appreciate you taking the time. Is there anything you'd like uh, our listeners to know? Um, no, I just think that as long as, uh, you know, we keep doing our job in promotional products industry, we're going to help drive the economy. And that's what we need right now is to get everybody, um, buying and buying and, um, making things strong and, um, you know, finish out the year well and go into 2021 with a new aspect. Absolutely. I hope everyone can uh, take heed to that. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you, you too.